But in Las Vegas, they are going ballistic. It is the Las Vegas Grand Prix, mm. the first one in four decades, and they have spent plenty, Corey, on this. North of, well, actually, just under a billion dollars. This is unbelievable. And who is not happy about this? Max Verstappen, the three-time... Well, he's never happy, Max. That's just how he goes about his business. (laughs) Unless he's winning races, he's never happy. Why isn't he happy? Let's get the lowdown on this. Let's go to our Formula One expert here on SEN. He's the co-host of Gridwalk, SEN's F1 show, Cam Vanderdunga. Cam, very good morning to you. Vegas, I bet you you can't wait. Uh, Good morning, boys. Well, I can't wait because I actually get to watch it at a normal time here in Australia. Um, (laughs) If I'm not at the event, normally I've got to get up very early in the morning, like we saw with some of the other America's races. But uh, we've got the race starting at 5 p.m. Sorry, uh, yeah, 5 p.m. on Sunday night, qualifying at 7 p.m. Couldn't ask for much more as a Formula One fan. Yeah, now you're allowing for daylight saving there when you're talking to us there, so it's an hour earlier for us, isn't it? That is Australian (laughs) Eastern Daylight Savings time. Uh, The challenges (laughs) I have is on our show, Gridwalk, we actually go out over the entire SEN network into New Zealand as well. So I try and use uh, a central time because everyone's used to it. It's not me being an Easterner or a a Mexican, as the the, the, uh, New South Welshmen like to call me. I'm based down in Melbourne, but yeah, uh, that is Australian Eastern Daylight Saving time. But Regardless of the hour difference there, I mean, that's, that's a great time to watch Formula 1. It'll be prime time here in Australia. Yeah, unbelievable. Cam, some of the, well, it's the most anticipated race for a long period of time in terms of the, of the you know, F1 and the Grand Prix. But there's some challenges that you just touched on there. Some challenges for the drivers and the cars. The temperatures uh, are going to be very different to what we've seen uh, you know, in different, different times throughout the season. And also long straights, so super, super fast speeds, uh, upwards of 315 to 320, which then probably brings other teams into the equation. Someone like the Mercedes, who are very quick, in a straight line? It's going to pose a lot of challenges, this race. They're racing into midnight, so they're not used to racing that late at night. They had to do some systems checks back in Singapore to see if they could actually work. uh, Their computers would go over the midnight shift into the next day. Um, Temperatures, you're right, it's going to be about 7 degrees ambient temperature. We don't see anything near that. So the Mm. question marks we've got over the Pirelli tyres are, are they going to be able to get them into a pressure window? And are they able to get the temperature into them? There's some, there's some whispers around that they may even have to weave on the straights at times to try and put some temperature back into those tyres. A brand new track, and you're right, this could really throw up the surprise results. See, when I first heard about the cold temperatures, I thought, oh, brilliant, because that's good for the engine, right? You, 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 oh, it's you all can, about tyres. It's, it's all about, about tyres, tire I and, know. Uh, you know. If these guys don't have grip, particularly Max, they will make make it known that they're not happy. Okay, we'll get into Max in just a second, but I mean, that's the thing you were talking about, great timing for us, but but not for them. Qualifying on Friday local time for them, midnight. Mm. Midnight, and and I didn't even think of the race computers tripping over to the next day and and timing, and the race actually starts Saturday night in Vegas at 10 o'clock local time. Are these, I mean, that's normally party time for these drivers. (laughs) Well, it used to be party time for the drivers, uh, although having said that, they are known to, uh, I think after Carlos Sainz won in Singapore, uh, I've got a few videos on my phone from some mates that he was out at Amber Lounge that night, one of the big party venues at some of the major Grand Prix round. But uh, no, they're absolute professionals. These guys are almost like a combination between endurance runners and gymnasts, and it boxes with their necks, and you throw in a little bit of jockeys because they've got to keep their weight down as well. They are incredible athletes. And uh, look, they'll be fine as drivers. 
but it is back to that point. Yes, it's going to be great for speed in terms of that cold air in means more power, but again, I'll come back to that tyre life. The, the reality is it's not so much tyre life like we saw in some of the, the hotter um, zones. It's whether or not you can get temperature in. Temperature mm. means grip. If you've got no grip on a street circuit, which is a brand new street circuit, Corey Parker, you're a motorsport man. You know that is actually quite treacherous. It'll almost be like driving around in the wet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, particularly being a street circuit, being with the lines and et cetera. And that's not to say, uh, let's hope that the weather stays right. And I, I don't, haven't seen the forecast of the weather, but just if you're just talking about temperatures and tyre pressures, that poses one question. Throw a little, sprinkle a little bit of moisture on there. It could oh, be yeah. completely different. But, um, Cam, our very own Oscar, you know, in his debut season, has been terrific sitting inside the top 10. Do you give him any hope going into this one? I definitely do. McLaren are an incredible package. Since they've made mm. their upgrades, that car is genuinely the second best car on the grid. Oscar has pushed Lando uh, a lot more than I think Lando expected. Probably yeah. um, better than the team anticipated as well. So he's ninth in the championship. He won't go any better as a result of the next two races. He's yep. he's alone in ninth. He could lose ninth to, to Lance Stroll, but the chances of that are minimal. He'll be going for um, a podium. He'll be aiming and for a race win. Uh, but Oscar is the real deal. This is in his rookie season. I mean, it's incredible to think that yeah. this is the first year he sat in a competitive Formula One car as a driver and he's inside the top 10 in the championship. Outstanding stuff. We are listening to Cam Vanderdunger. He's our F1 expert here on SEN, the host of Gridwalk. It's our own F1 show. Sunday afternoon is going to be huge. You can hear uh, Cam and Carl Reindler as well calling uh, part of all that action. And then we roll straight into the Cricket World Cup. It's going to be an epic Sunday afternoon here on SENQ. Cam, let, let, let's, let's talk about the theatre of also what we're seeing. That's <laughs> what we're, we, we've spoken about on track. Off it, uh, Max Verstappen. Not, not happy. Uh, 99% show. 1% sport. I'm all about the racing. I don't have a lot of emotions, to be honest about this. I want to focus on the performance side. I don't like the things honestly. around it. Max, what is he? He's, he's such a party. He's such like, a honestly, stick in the mud. This is he? a guy that has dominated the sport yep. over the last few years. He's got the, the, the title sewn up again. Why wouldn't you just roll in town and enjoy what is about to unfold? Like, why, why whinge about it? Boys, you've got to understand, if you look at my surname, I've got a Dutch background as well. My father was born in Utrecht. So I understand where this is actually probably more cultural than anything else. The Dutch as a people are extremely blunt. They, if you ask them a question, they'll tell you exactly what they think. They're not going to yeah. give any of the sugarcoating or anything else. What Max Verstappen is really saying, if you take away how he said it, is I just want to go racing, guys. Yeah. All the rest of it is a carnival, and I'm not oh. really into the carnival. I just want to go racing. The reality oh is, you know, the big media out there just want to say, um, oh, no, you've got to get involved. Well, not everyone has to get involved. We've got, we've got Dan Ricardo, who absolutely loves the party. Well, this is true. I might have to look at my last name, Cam, in Parker. There might be some Dutch in there. I'm pretty blunt at times. <laughs> <laughs> calls it, calls he calls it as he sees it. Um, and this is coming from a plot. This is coming from, I mean, Amsterdam, right? Amsterdam in the, in the, in in your oh. country. There's that's the party central, right? And but no, I know there are some places where this is part of it. But let's say it's not in my interest. Yeah. Max Verstappen, come on, Max, uh, get on board. Actually, one thing that will be firing up Cam is the sphere. Well, that never turns off, does it? So they'll be racing around that. And and oh, I read with interest that they're actually banning some particular colours mm. going on the sphere as to not to distract the drivers. 
Oh, that'd be the least of their problems. Yeah. Some of the colours on the sphere, I reckon. No, it's, it's actually it's actually a critical component. Um, a lot of trackside marshals aren't allowed to wear certain colours as well. So when you're a driver, and, and I've raced cars as a youngster in Australia's state and national level back in the day, and uh, Corey, you've been around it. What what a driver is conditioned to see is colour. Red flag means stop this session. Yellow flag means um, that there's an incident in this corner and you cannot overtake. So drivers, you're, you're doing 300-odd kilometres an hour. You, your elbow's out against some of the other best drivers in the world. Colours out of a corner of the eye are a data input. And if the sphere is running different colours, it can interrupt that uh, decision-making process. So completely understandable. But guys, yeah. you talked about a billion dollars off the top of this they've spent. This is the mm. first time that Formula One, in its current guys, since Bernie Eccleston took over the sport, is both the organiser of the event and the local promoter of the event. They have well and truly put their money where their mouth is. First time they've ever seen it. Normally they partner with a local promoter like we have in Australia, the Australian Grand Prix Corporation. This is a big gamble. And it's funny they're doing that in Las Vegas, but it's a big gamble for <laughs> Formula One. A lot of money and a lot of risk. Sin City is going to deliver, I reckon. It's already capturing our imagination here. Cam, thank you, mate. Thank you for the update, and we will uh, look forward to hearing your dulcet tones Sunday afternoon. Cosa, those colours, so yellow, red, and blue, they're not on the sphere. What's left? Well, there's plenty more colours. Green? Yeah, well, there's lots. Yeah, but... But what? Don't say orange because that's kind of yellow and red. Well, we're not going down this path, are we? Well, pink is kind of reddish. Yeah. It doesn't leave much, Come does on. it? There'll be plenty of things going on on the sphere. But, I mean, what an afternoon Sunday. Like, take, take it easy over the weekend, Benny, Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. Because Sunday night you go F1 in Vegas straight into World Cup final Australia versus India. It, it, it is, Monday could be a slow day. I was about to say productivity <laughs> could be low.